Hey friends, welcome back to the Preacher's Devo podcast. I am your host, Daniel Messina. The Preacher's Devo podcast, as implied by its title, is designed for those seeking some devotional thought on certain biblical truths and doctrines of the faith. Throughout Season 2 of the Preacher's Devo podcast, I will offer you an analysis of 40 of the top Christian hymns of all times. The composition of these hymns range from the 1700s to modern day time. Much of the information that is shared on this podcast is found from hymnary.org. The hymn for this episode of the Preacher's Devo podcast is titled, How Great Thou Art, which is also known as, O Lord My God, When I in Awesome Wonder, which is the first line of the hymn. The hymn was written in 1949 by one Carl Gustav Boberg. It has been translated in French, German, Kituba, Korean, Mohawk, Obijue, Portuguese, and Spanish. And interesting fact, I grew up singing this song in the Portuguese language in church growing up. Let me read to you the words of the song. O Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder, consider all the works thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Now the refrain, then sings my soul, my Savior, God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior, God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. Verse 2, when through the woods and forest glades I wander, I hear the birds sing sweetly in the trees. When I look down from lofty mountain grandeur, I hear the brook and feel the gentle breeze. Verse 3. But when I think that God, his son not sparing, sent him to die, I scarce can't take it in. That on the cross, my burden gladly bearing, he bled and died to take away my sin. And the final verse. When Christ shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home, what joy shall fill my heart? Then I shall bow in humble adoration. And there proclaim, my God, how great thou art. Before we examine the theology of this hymn, let me give you a little bit of background on the song. Carl Gustav Boberg was born in 1859 and died in 1940. He was a Swedish poet and an elected official, which means that he wrote the words to this song, How Great Thou Art, in the Swedish language originally. The song was O Stor Gud, which I think I just butchered, which translated means O Great God. Boberg was the son of a carpenter. He also worked as a sailor for a small period of time, but then served as a lay minister in the Mission Covenant Church of Sweden. He is known for publishing some 60 poems, hymns, and gospel songs, and was highly regarded in Sweden. Though Boberg composed the song, it was Stuart K. Hine from Great Britain who made the song famous. O Stort Good made its way to Russia, while Hine, a missionary in western Ukraine speaking Russian, learned this song, he decided to translate it into English. He wrote many songbooks and wrote many of the beloved gospel songs that we know today, but his most famous endeavor was a translation of O Stor Gut, which became How Great Thou Art. 
How Great Thou Art is now, by many polls, recognized as a number one hymn in North America. The song How Great Thou Art is a reflection on God's creation, but also on God's revelation through creation and through His Son, Jesus Christ. Boberg wrote the original song in nine stanzas one summer evening in 1885 after he had admired the beauty of nature and the sound of church bells. Which leads us to the very first verse of, or stanza, of this hymn. O Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the works thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Boberg wondered about the awesomeness of God through what God had created, offering us a reflection on God's general revelation. There are two types of revelation, general and special revelation. General revelation refers to the fact that we can know there is a God by what has been created. We can look at creation, wonder of its awesomeness and what has been created, and realize that there is a designer, there is a God behind it. That is why here he is wondering about the stars and the rolling thunders and the universe and the power that is displayed through God's creative artwork. That is the creation of the universe and the earth. I am reminded here of Psalm 19, which says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims His handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out throughout all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them He has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber. And like a strong man runs its course with joy, its rising is from one end of the heavens and its circuit to the end of them, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. Again, general revelation through what God has created. We know that God is a creator God. Colossians 1.16, it says, For by Him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through Him and for Him. Psalm 104, 24 and 25 says, How many are your works, O Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea, vast and spacious, teeming with creatures beyond number, living things both large and small. Psalm 8, verses 3 and 4 says, When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? Again, God, completely other, completely powerful. Now, the refrain of the song speaks of what is instigated in our hearts when we come face to face with the power of God. Boberg expresses in this way, Then sings my soul, my Savior, God, to thee. Now, what we do know is that our souls cannot sing. We sing with our mouths. But it is what is from within, from our heart, that comes out of our mouths as praise and adoration. And what comes out of that? According to Boberg here, as you come before the face of God and the glory of God in creation, he says, how great thou art, how great thou art. We recognize the greatness of God. Now, verse 2 is interesting because he's speaking about going through the woods, the forest glades, the hearing the birds singing, 
He's looking down from a mountain. He's feeling the breeze. He's hearing the brook. He is literally in nature as he's writing this. And oftentimes what happens to us is that when we go away and spend time in nature, we do feel closer to God because we realize that He is a creator God. And everything that has been created can draw us to think of His majesty and His power. What is fascinating to me is how this hymn literally speaks of general revelation from its first half, and then from its second half, it speaks of special revelation, just like Psalm 19. But Bolberg here speaks more specifically about Jesus Christ, not necessarily God's word like in Psalm 19. He takes a turn and he focuses our attention on the Son of God. And he says, But when I think that God, his Son not sparing, sent him to die, I scarce can take it in. That on the cross, my burden gladly bearing, he bled and died to take away my sin. Boberg goes from general revelation to special revelation, thinking and reminiscing on this high view of God's redemption. A Christology is given to us when he then stops to ponder, because that's what he says. He says, but when I think that God, his son not sparing. In other words, he's reflecting. When he reflects on the fact that God sent his son, he did not spare him, that he sent him and he died on the cross, that he bore the burden of our sin and he bled and died so that our sin would be done away with. That leads him to even more worship. That leads him to sing the refrain once again, then sings my soul, my savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. Further, like many hymn writers, he ends his song thinking about the hope that is to come in the end time. He says, when, I, when Christ excuse me, shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home, what joy shall fill my heart, then I shall bow in humble adoration. And there, meaning later when he comes, when he comes in the end, in the eschatological end of all times, I will sing in humble adoration. I will bow down before the greatness of God and say, My God, how great thou art. And there will be nothing left for us to do but to bow down before the greatness of the majestic Lord of the universe. Well, folks, that concludes our analysis of the hymn, How Great Thou Art. Today's Hebrew word is the word majestic or the word glorious. In the Hebrew, it is the word adar, adar. This word appears in the Song of the Sea in Exodus chapter 15 in verse 11. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glorious deeds, doing wonders? The Hebrew says, Mikamocha ba'elim Adonai mikamocha ne'edar ba'kodesh. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is glorious like you in holiness? In Greek, the word for awesome is related to the word fear, which in Greek is the word phobos, where we get words like claustrophobia or other types of phobias. This word appears in Luke chapter 5, verse 26. And amazed him seized them all, and they glorified God and were filled with awe, that is the word phobos there, saying we have seen extraordinary things today. Well, folks, that is it for this episode of the Preacher's Devo podcast. And until our next podcast, stay encouraged, encourage others, and keep growing in Christ. Don't forget to subscribe. 
And now, enjoy this version of the song, How Great Thou Art. Be blessed. Oh Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the world thy hands have made, I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe display then sings my soul my savior God to thee how great thou art how great thou art then sings my Great. 